Hello everyone and welcome to Watchcast. Today I'm joined by Mr. Ken Ken Reviews. We're here to talk about Argyle, but also we're going to get a deep dive uh, into Ken Ken Reviews content and everything that he's posting across all of his social media. So to kick things off, welcome and thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Huh? It's been a long time in the works and we're finally doing it. <laughs> it's about how you get there. Got there in the end. Got there in the end, yeah. But no, thank you for joining me. We've uh, we've both watched Argyle this week, and we're uh, ready to talk through everything to do with it and uh, what we thought of it. Which, unfortunately for me, I'm not going to be talking about the things that I wanted to talk about. But we'll get into that. <laughs> but uh, first things first, we're going to do something that we've done before uh, here on the podcast, which is a segment called Quick Fire. I'm going to fire off some questions. And Ken Kennedy is going to give us um, some just short answer questions. Um, he's going to give us quick, quick fire responses, and then we'll get straight into the thoughts on Argyle. Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay. As usual, we'll pop three minutes on the timer. <laughs> Here we go. Favorite movie? Interview with the Vampire. Nice. Favorite show? Favorite what? Favorite show. Originals. Yeah. Nice. Uh, favorite director. Oh. Oh. It's ooh, a tough ooh. one. Yeah. I gave it to James Cameron. Yeah, that's a banging pick. That's a brilliant, fantastic pick. Uh, what would you say inspires you to do your movie content? Um, oh, so many different things. I feel like uh, just giving a different perspective on stuff, giving an honest perspective on stuff. Um, you can have content come out there and everybody seems to have the same view. But then when you speak to them personally, it tends to be different. So it's like giving just a fresh, honest opinion. Um, on different forms of content. That's a great answer. What's your most anticipated things of 2024? List as many as you like. Oh, the DCEU. Uh, I got a holiday coming up. Nice. They're always fun. Um, and just seeing where the New Year takes can can reviews, huh? It's going to take it far, I'm all sure. Of, all of it. I'm sure by the end of this year, your your social's going to be popping. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of followers. Amen. I'll take that. <laughs> What's your biggest goal that you want to achieve? Host the Os- Oscars. Yes. I want to be That's up on that it. stage and tell directors when they're doing bad. I want to be able to tell them straight <laughs> off that stage, like, hey, fix that story, fix that film. Yeah, nice, nice. That's a brilliant one. And uh, for people that don't know, what content do you make? Um, I do reviews for movies, TV shows, video games, and music. Fantastic. And may I say, they are fantastic reviews. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And like he's just said, I'm not one of those guys that makes up opinions. That's fully honest from my heart. They are fantastic reviews. I appreciate that. I guess final question would be, 
we are still quite new into 2024, so I guess I'd like to say, what was your favourite movie and favourite show from 2023? From 2023? Well, movie is an easy one, Across the Spider-Verse. Bang and pick. Um, TV show. Mm. I don't think I have one, you know. Yeah, I don't think I have one. I might have to give it to like a House of the Ju- House of the Dragon. Mm. I have to say, TV shows last year was lacking. Yeah, so it was or anything tough. we did, anything we did get was a disappointment, unfortunately. Yeah, I think it was saturated as well. There was just so many things, and the quality was just low. Yeah. Okay, that is three minutes up on the timer. Thank you for those Sweet. answers; they were great. Let's move into this week's main topic, which is the new Matthew Vaughan movie, Argyle. Off the bat, what did you think about it? I liked it. Um, It's Matthew Vaughan. You know what you're going to get. If you like Kingsman, it's just more Kingsman. And for me, yeah, I didn't take it too serious. There were a few things that were irritating. Um... But overall, I liked it. It was okay. It was okay. It was just a fun ride. It's like a Fast and Furious movie. You kind of yeah. watch it, enjoy it, and move on kind of thing. Yeah, I think for me, um, I sit in a similar ballpark. I mean, certainly a lot of things within it that I had fun with. There's mm. a lot of things that, I guess, pulled me out from the story that I, I guess didn't appreciate. Um, and I didn't find myself laughing at the things that, I think we're obviously put in there to make people laugh. Um, If anything, I found myself cringing at a couple of those moments. (laughs) But I think I summed this movie up quite well and said, this is really one of those movies that is going to have one of those ratings where people could give it a one and I'd agree, and people would give it a 10 and I'd agree, because I think it's one of those ones that really balances on personal preference and personal, I don't know the word is, I guess personal boundaries of, how far you're willing to take wackiness. Yeah, um, yeah I get that. So yeah, it's an interesting one. It's very Marmite. You either love it or you hate it. It's one of those 100%. Things. It's definitely a, it's a Marmite movie, if you will. Yeah, literally. So I'm going to... I've got a couple of list of notes here. I don't know if you've got any oh. notes that you want to go through. Yeah. Perfect. I say one thing for me that really, really hurt this film was its runtime. It was long. I think it was quite drawn out yeah a lot of um are we going into spoiler territory let's go from now spoiler warning from now okay free rain <laughs> free rain so yeah runtime was yeah way way too long way too long. yeah i think i've i really felt it about an hour in mm. like an hour into what has been described as an espionage spy movie and by that point, hadn't really had any of the main twists come into play. Mm. And not that I, I'm expecting them to come within the first 10 minutes, but nearly halfway through the movie, I would have at least liked to have had one. Yeah, like a little hint or something. Yeah. yeah. It was a, a very long, drawn-out setup. Mm. Um, but yeah, I really felt it through that first hour. It definitely improved in the second hour. There was a lot more entertainment. Mm. Um, but for me... The runtime was a, a severe factor of my unfortunate um, 
unliking of parts of this movie, despite it being in my top 10 most anticipated of the year, unfortunately. Oh, really? Yeah, it it was only number 10, but it still made the oh, list. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, that makes sense. That's fine. Um, For me, it was... It was on the better side of cheesy. Mm-hmm. But it was so... It was so stretched out. It was just on the cusp of being a spoof movie. Yeah. Because they tried so hard with this twist on twist on twist. Like, I think if there was one more plot twist, yeah, it it might as well be Scary Movie 6. (laughs) It might as well. That is fantastic. It was way too much. Way too much. But, um, yeah, I think that's what made it draw out the runtime as well. And they didn't really need to. I think, you know, the major twist with um, Bryce's character, that mm-hmm. was cool. I really like that, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. But then... It was the... For me, it was the second twist with her character that I didn't like. Which one was that? Was the... She was sort of effectively playing both sides. Yes, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think that was a stretch. It was a big stretch. But yeah, yeah the, got... the twist were a bit too much for me, yeah. Yeah, I think what you said about them sort of perfectly just finding that boundary of not pushing too far into a spoof movie, they just stayed within its boundary. Um, I think Vaughn just about managed to keep his craziness <laughs> at bay <laughs> and not, not go off on a complete scramble. Um, yeah, he did. It did certainly feel a, a bit like a spoof of a lot of movies combined. Yeah. Um, literally, especially literally. one scene for me just felt like an insane spoof, but I'll come to that later. Um, are there any notes that you want to bring up? Any glaring problems yeah. that you had? Those too many stars. I, I mean, agree. I'm awful. I'm awful stars, you know, coming together. But th- th- these lot were like underused. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they were just there for marketing purposes, which is... Yeah, especially mm. Dua Lipa. She was, she... like, yeah. so prominent in every trailer. And no yeah. joke. I th- was she even in it for two minutes? <laughs> if that. <laughs> if that. Yeah. Another person. The flipping cat. Yeah. The cat had no purpose to the story, but no. the whole motto of the film is the cat in the bag and so on and yeah. so forth. It literally did one of, not... one of the main posters <laughs> is the cat in the bag. Literally. And they left him in a hotel room, like the <laughs> mid-act. I thought, I was, I was waiting for that moment where they're going to be like, oh, um, the file is around the cat's neck. Or yeah. something like that. But there That's was what... literally nothing. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like within the bag and that would mm. explain the bag. Because <laughs> that was an interesting <laughs> bag. bag as well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. I think I, I was really upset about that. And then I went on to read that it's Matthew Vaughan's personal cat. And I was like, this is just one of his wacky ideas again. Just great and wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, I think another person that was sort of wasted was um, John Cena. Yeah. Very, Completely very wasted. 
Yeah. I don't. I didn't. Is the show? Is the film based on a book? An actual book? I, I'm unsure. Yeah, I did. I, I don't I had to have a look. I don't think so. I don't believe it is, but mm. I, I, I certainly wouldn't be surprised if it was. Yeah. yeah. It definitely. It felt like a, a book translated to film. Yeah. I did, um, I did feel like that, yeah. But no. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if it was. Definitely. Yeah. I think even Henry Cavill. Yeah, Henry was way underused. And I can imagine what his um, fee must be like, because, yeah. Yeah. He was way underused, bro. Poor Cavill, man. Just gets wasted and everything. They're letting that guy rot away, man. That was our yeah. Superman. Now they don't know what to do with him. Yeah, they got nothing to put him in. Nah, I'm 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 interested to see his next few projects though. Highlander, Warhammer. Yeah, I saw. He um, take those. Uh... He had something come out the other day, the trailer. Something oh, about the, the new Guy Ritchie movie. Is it Guy Ritchie? Where did on the ship? Yeah, the, the the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I saw that, but again, yeah, so... just, he feels out of place, man. Yeah. He needs an S I'm, on his chest and just let him do his thing. Simple I life. saw the um the interview of Matthew Vaughan saying that he wants to uh bring him back for a Red Sun Superman uh, movie. Oh really? I think I think that in Elseworlds would be something that would make a lot of fans happy. Yeah. Yeah. He he has to pop up at some point. Some point. Yeah. Just give it like 15 years and DC will get to the multiverse and then we'll be fine. <laughs> I'd say 15 years is probably not enough time. They'll probably need more than that the way they're going. Though. Yeah. Totally they've they got a lot of content they need to pump out yeah. over the year. Yeah. Really I'll tell you what, speaking of superheroes, this reminds me of something from this film. The scene at the very end when they literally just completely rip off the Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With the music and then, like, the trigger words. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was one of the, like, head in hands. Yeah. And that's what, that's what I'm saying. It, like, just one one more step, and this is a spoof. You're just taking a mick out of all the spy movies out there. Because yeah. it, was, it, was it just started to feel so messy towards the end. Like, got a bit too much. They brought back um, the hacker girl out of nowhere. Hmm. <laughs> They tried to make her feel important, but yeah, she was just she was just there kind of thing. It was, mm. it was weird. It was weird. The whole I would have preferred that more if she didn't say I was the fan. Yeah, I think I would have found that more interesting if it was yeah, just a fan. I get, I get, <laughs> I get you on that. I get you on that. Yeah, it just it, seemed... it didn't add up. It felt very forced. Like they were just trying to connect her into the story, and I was like, nah. It just got like more and more outlandish and more and more predictable. Hmm. And... What did you think of Sam's character and his performance? I liked, I liked it a lot, actually. Hmm. Um, I haven't seen Sam in a whole bunch of movies, um, hmm. but I thought he was. He was great in this, and I really liked his chemistry with uh, Bryce. Um, yeah, I, I thought agree. they worked really well together. It was one of the highlights. Um, how did you feel about it? Yeah, mm. 
I liked him a lot. I think it was one of the highlights of the film. Um, I think I feel like he really handled the action well as well, especially that train scene. That train scene was cool. Oh yeah, um, that, was, that, might, that might be my was favorite scene. Point. Yeah, and even the camera work there, where they're switching him between him and Cavill, mm-hmm. I thought that was brilliant. I was, I was really impressed by that. I feel like I've seen it somewhere else, but I can't remember where. But when I saw that, I thought, yeah. Oh, that was pretty cool. That was the scene for me where I was like, ah, oh, this is going oh, yeah. somewhere now. And boy, was I wrong. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that, that scene is in the trailer. So that's, it really draws you in. And then that's probably like best scene out of all of it. Apart from, um, I like the ice skating part or oil skating, if you want to call it. As cheesy as it was, mm. I really like that yeah. scene still. Yeah, that was definitely one of the much yeah. like better scenes within that film. Speaking of action mm. sequences, um, there's I know what you're going to talk there's about. There's two in here. One of them I enjoyed. Yeah. One of them was another head in hands. We'll go over the one I enjoyed first. <laughs> the ice skating on the mm. oil scene. I had an absolute blast with that scene. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love. Yeah, that that's the scene I'm talking about. It's I love like, that scene. That was so a really fun. Good scene. Just like, <laughs> and the the bit at the end where she's like spinning around, shooting all of them. Just like, even though they they set up the risk of like everyone can die, and they still get yeah, out of school. Yeah. But then, yeah. as you mentioned, I like that. The strictly come dancing style choreography with the bullet flares making love hearts to a Leona Lewis song with colour smoke bombs. Yeah. Absolute mess. Absolute mess. The, if you took that whole scene out, the film can still... So it yeah. added I've got an even nothing. way to make this even funnier. There was a couple sat behind <laughs> What's me. What's that? When that scene started, they oh, yeah. removed themselves from the theatre. They did not come back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, and you know what's funny about that? As we mentioned before, based on the runtime, you're so far into the film that your time's already yeah. been wasted by the time you, you see. You want it. like you want yeah. some hardcore action by that point, not another silly joke. Yeah, I know someone was in there saying, "Yo, Matthew, we we need to slow down." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we did too much. Because yeah, he really, he really went off of that scene. I saw a a review of this on um, Letterboxd. I don't know if you use Letterboxd. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know about. It. I haven't used. I'm more uh, an oh, MVP nice. person. Um, I saw if someone's review was the guy sat next to me leaned over and said, "This was the best movie I've ever seen." Can we all send him a prayer tonight? <laughs> and I just love that review. <laughs> That's a wicked movie. <laughs> Poor guy, man. Yeah. That person definitely hasn't yeah, seen Kingsman. Yeah, 100%. Kingston. Maybe they have. <laughs> what did you think of um, oh, yeah, no. Brian Cranston? Underused yeah. again. Um, his twist was too yeah. obvious. I was, in the, I was in the cinema and I was like, yeah, he's going to be her dad. And yeah, I could just see mm-hmm. it coming. From a mile away, um, 
Yeah, he was underused. And even the way he died, uh, it's just, yeah. They had big stars and they just felt wasted. Samuel Jackson. I, I forgot he was in it. Um, really, yeah, exactly. Samuel Jackson's in there. And it was like weird, man. He had all these stars and just felt empty and hollow, yeah. man. Yeah, Brian Cranston, but you didn't do anything. Yeah, it's just him. a lot of like, oh, yeah, this is going to happen. Oh. Mm. Like, Brian Cranston's grabbed a shotgun. He's snuck behind them. He's been destroyed <laughs> by the cat. Do you the know what cat. came to my mind when I was watching that? <laughs> the scene from Quantumania where the ants are all over Kang. Oh. It took me back to that. I get exactly what you mean. It's just like, it's just like, it's not even like, I hate this. It's just like, disappointed at what that scene could have been. Mm. It's just so frustrating. So much more. And these stars could have been really used, like, to to some sort of level. But what was the. It's one yeah. scene I just I just sat there and laughed. I was the only person laughing because I just laughed at the scene and I can't remember what it was. It was the one where she finds out like who she really is, and she was just like, "Your friend is mm. Looney Tunes, Looney Tunes." <laughs> I was just <laughs> like, "Oh God, this is a tough watch." Yeah, nah. they 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 yeah they were like. A speck away from cheesy spoof kind yeah. of thing, but I'm just I don't know, man. I don't know. Movies are a bit, and again, I've I found lately that the endings of a lot of films are just just not it nowadays, and I don't yeah. know why. The writers are back, so I don't know why they're struggling on landing films. It's like, yeah, come on, the, man. Uh, the ending was the 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 Cavill cameo. <laughs> <laughs> um, with a, another horrible haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two for two. Yeah, I don't know. They don't know what to do with Cavill, man. They need to free yeah. him up, man. They need to get him a better up. role and get him a and better you see, trip. Um... <laughs> you see the post credit? Yeah, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I'm telling you, I am it goes... so lost. So lost. Just it felt like Matthew was just saying, yeah. "Hey, I'm the guy that did Kingsman." He was like, and I was like, "How do I explain this?" It was like Kingsman. I thought, "Oh, cool, this is gonna set up the next Kingsman film," and Argyle somehow linked. Mm-hmm. And then the guy goes, "My name's," I think it was Aubrey Argyle, and I was like, "Huh?" Yeah. And then, and then it goes, <laughs> "Book one, the movie coming soon." Huh? Yeah, and it's like there's no way this gets a sequel. There's no way. Yeah, it has to be self-funded. It has to be fan because, film. Yes, yeah, so this is not. <laughs> yeah, studios are not backing that. I can't no, see that. I think they right. probably wanted no. to, and then they're going to see the response and panic. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's not going to make it. I don't see it. If it does, I don't think it's going to gonna land well when it hits the internet yeah it will probably go maybe straight to streaming or yeah, something i can like see that because it, it is an apple yeah film, i did i it? saw another review that was 
if you Matthew Vaughnified a Netflix original. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's another one that's just like hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Is it it's facts, man? It's facts. One Yeah, he he only I think one more thing for me that was like Are we really doing this in a Matthew Vaughn movie? Was just terrible CGI. Yeah. I mean, if I go yeah. through the movie right now, Cavill in the car at the start, when he jumps yeah. on that first roof, I could almost. Even even a girl yeah, on the back. I could tell you pic- pixel for pixel where the blue screen was. <laughs> and then the one for me that did it, that I was like, this CGI is awful was the scene where they had the laptop with, like, the brainwashed stuff, and then, like, the pink circles were, like, floating into her face. And it, it oh, looked yeah, like yeah, something yeah, out yeah, of, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the old-school, like, Muppets movies? And they have, like, those yeah, magic yeah. effects, but they're practical. <laughs> it looked like those, but it was CGI. Yeah, and that was and those, those odd terrible. scenes where it was, like, a flashback, but there was hints of colour in there, but you didn't know why. <laughs> There was no. Yeah, looking at those colors, thinking it was like he watched Oppenheimer and went, "Oh, those black and white scenes were cool. I'll put some of them in my film." That was some of that. That was some of that. It's my turn now. The the moment I knew this film isn't a serious film is when I saw Rob Delaney. Mm. Wherever you see him, just know it's about to be, you know, jokes and banter. When I saw him, I said, "Yeah, okay, I get it now. I get, I get yeah. what kind of film this is." Assignment check. I know what this is. I like it. I think for me as well, <laughs> it tonally it was like that. <laughs> serious, wacky, serious, wacky, serious, wacky. Terrible CGI, wacky. <laughs> loop. Some crazy yeah. loop. Yeah, he went for the uh, the full circle approach on this one for sure. But yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a shame. It's a real, real shame. Yes, it was a big, big shame. Cause I mean, the trailer for that film had me thinking, yeah. no, even the get something, the huh? color scene that looked great in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> it did, and then you're just like did. you're watching it, and I, in my head, I was trying to process. I am watching a fight scene. To a Leona Lewis ballad. <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, it was, too, it was too wacky. That 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 part especially was just way too wacky. It just all felt a bit a bit way overcooked. They went a bit bit too far. I think genuinely oh, you just way you just die down that comedy a tiny bit, and this could be a fantastic espionage film. Literally. Oh literally. god, I just had another um, scene. I don't know. You finish your point. You finish What's your point. And I was going to say, um, I started to wonder if if this film followed Cena and Cavill and those actual characters, would it have been good? Yeah. Because for me, in that first act, they were some of my favourite scenes. Because mm. unfortunately, they Literally. had better screen presence than our two leads. Yeah. Which yeah. was a shame. By far. Especially Cavill. 
by far. That scene mm. with the um the fireworks. Where they like they like rewind the fireworks. Oh, he yes, had great yes, screen yes, presence yes. in that scene. Yeah. Fantastic. I was saying about the scene on the train where he's fighting the woman. Yeah. And she's um Bryce is sitting on the toilet. I feel like that was a good scene. That was that was one of the ones I was genuinely like, yeah, this is quite a funny scene. Like I had yeah. a, a good couple of laughs. Like every time the door opened, you, you didn't know what to expect. It was the one for and me. And you know another character that I didn't understand, yeah. Um he was a spy. I think he was on the train he was at her at her book opening and he was on a train. But I don't think mm. they were the same character. Because one of them was the main henchman for Cranston. Yeah. But then the other guy didn't show up again. You know what I'm talking about? Is this about? the guy with the, the slick back hair and the beard? Yeah, the slick back hair, yeah. Was it the one that was in like the white suit? Or No, it's a slick back hair guy. But I don't think he showed up again. And he's a bit of a star, I'm sure. I'm trying to think which guy... On the train. On the train, yeah. Slick back hair. Um, and he was going to sit next to her. And she was like, now someone's sitting there. Oh, that wasn't he just a fan? Yeah, but he looked like he, he was supposed to have, I don't know, some part to do with something. I thought he was going to like have a role. Because, yeah. Yeah, because he, he's, he's, he's a known actor. Yeah. He used to be in... Um... So... He used to be in a British soap. Yeah, I've, I've seen he's, him in a few places. What was he in? Hang on. Let me let me do yeah, some... Uh, gonna some I'm going to jump that. jump in the... Uh, what's it called? The uh, Jump in the research office real quick. <laughs> oh, God, cast. I love how Dua Leap is the first listing. He just doesn't come up on the cast list. Brilliant. Oh, I forgot that um, Sophia Boutella was in this until her scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I forget about her. And then she, she also like, did nothing. Master of Secrets or something. And then after that, it was just nothing. Yeah, just like, there you go. You, you've got your info from me now. Yeah. Jog on. I'm determined to find this. This must have name. been favors from friends or something because it didn't add up. Freaking Richard E. Grant was in this. Yeah, apparently, director. Yeah, he was at the beginning, remember? Yeah. Tiny as well, as well, bro. So you're telling me that the cat is on the cast list, but not this guy? <laughs> Alfie the cat, yeah? That's it. Emmett J. Scanlan. And he is he's credited as handsome man. <laughs> What's his name? Emmett Emmett J. Scanlan. Emmett J. Scanlan, yeah, him. Yeah, I knew I wasn't going crazy. I've seen him. Yeah, seen he used him. to be he's in blinded. He used to be in Hollyoaks. Hollyoaks. The Gangs of London. Peaky Blinders. He's in a few things. And I thought, he's yeah, done a you know, few he's going to turn out to be an assassin or something, but nothing. 
Yeah, I thought the bit when he was like, oh, so that's your type. I thought that was going to turn into like a fight. (laughs) Oh, no. It was a strange, strange, yeah, casting decision all around. But yeah, just. It's a tough, tough watch. It's a really, really frustrating one. Hmm. I get that. I really, really wanted to like it. Hmm. But that's that's um, that's why I say um, you gotta take it as whatever the runtime was, two hours, whatever. You just take it as that, yeah, and le- you literally leave it behind them. There's nothing yeah, yeah, to carry away with this one. As we said, everyone, take it as a Marmite movie. Literally, literally. I think I've only got one more thing in my notes, and that was the overused and completely misplaced slow mo. <sighs> I don't think Slumber's been used well since, I don't know, The Matrix, no. maybe? We just, like, just before Christmas had it completely overused and wrongly used in Rebel Moon. Oh, I haven't even seen that yet, but I've, I, I've seen the <sighs> Slumber film. Save yourself. Do not, oh, <laughs> do not spend your time. <laughs> I, uh... Yeah, that, I would like to made, go watch it. I started a brand new TikTok account First time using TikTok, I posted my Rebel Moon review, twenty five thousand views, and I was just like, "Damn, this yeah. is a hot topic." Yeah, Zach, Zach went great, and you know, after hearing the reviews about it, and now it makes sense as to why Disney passed up on it to add it to the Star Wars franchise. Oh, one hundred percent. Makes sense. Everyone before was like. Why would they deny Zack Snyder? I love Zack mm. Snyder. And then everyone watched the movie and they were like, this is why. <laughs> it says, I'm definitely not in a rush to go see it, but I've not heard good things at all. Yeah. It's like, I've, I've forgotten all of it. So in my head, I'm like, do I need to re watch this before I watch part two? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't see that part two getting much love at all. No. I don't see it getting much viewership. Yeah, yeah. I'll be very interested for when the figures get released of like day one of part one watches and then day one of part mm. two watches and seeing what like the, the drop is. Because any good sequel yeah. should have a percentage uptake. And I doubt this Absolutely. will. Yeah, nah. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Zach needs to pull that back somehow. I don't know how he'll do it, but he needs to pull it back. Yeah. Would you like, recommend this film, Argo? Hmm. Oh, a better question. If you are think, going to recommend it, would you say go to the cinema or streaming? I think I would recommend go to the cinema. Because I think it's one that if, like for me, if you've got a full audience in there, it's quite a fun mm. experience with a full um, cinema and like people laughing yeah. and you can like feel the emotion of it a bit more. Um, but if you're if you're going for a very silly, very wacky family movie, if that's the kind of movie you like, 100% go watch this in cinemas, go have a blast with it. If you're someone that prefers more serious, toned down, grounded things, this one just unfortunately isn't going to be for you. 
Um, so in that regard, I wouldn't maybe recommend it to those people. But I'm not necessarily saying don't watch it. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I, I would say the same. Um, go to the cinema for it, but yeah, I think uh, ten minutes after you finish at the cinema, that that's where it dies. Don't um, expect any more than that. I'll say, but yeah, it's not one that has it. you has you thinking over it and like crazy yeah. thoughts when you leave the cinema. It's just kind of one of those like popcorn flicks that you enjoy for mm. while you're in the theatre and after that thank you Matthew Vaughan yeah. I'm going to bed now <laughs> that's the thing and that's that's the thing about it spy movies are supposed to have you thinking about it sometime after yeah. like, hey, the way they flip when that I, and... <laughs> when I left the theatre of Mission Impossible 7 last year I was just like wow <laughs> Like, yeah, that yeah. was a, a damn good spy movie. I and then I left the theater of with, Argyle, and it was like, with, damn, what was that? <laughs> yeah, I found that, myself more thinking, like, cool. what have I just watched, rather than those twists were cool. Yeah. yeah. What did you think about okay. the scene at the end? Um, you know, when they kept, like, pausing the file and Sam Jackson's reactions to oh. pauses and stuff? That was painful. Painful. They they were trying to get this whole dramatic feel out of us, and it was just like, look, either download the file or don't, man. <laughs> like, you are <gotta laughs> dragging this out. Yeah, yeah but they had to put the they had to they you know they had to do the Winter Soldier arc quickly. Yeah, quickly. Let's let's quickly put that part in there. <laughs> I'm trying to think of all the movies that this ripped off. Quite obviously, Winter Soldier, Mission Impossible. He ripped off his own movie in Kingsman. Yeah, big big rip off of Kingsman. I would say... I feel like I've seen that floor scene where he bursts out of the floor. Yeah. I don't know where I've seen it, though. The ice skating scene was so Kingsman. Like, the yeah, way it was shot, so everything. Yeah. And the train would be bullet train, I feel like. Yeah, that was very, very bullet mm. train. Almost every scene you could link to a movie. Yeah, yeah. You definitely can. Like even You've the got scene some in breaking the... news on here, though. Have we? I just saw that um, Carl Weathers just passed away. For real? Yeah, 76 years old. Apollo Creed. And he was just in um Oh my god. It was in is it Mandalorian? It was a Mandalorian, wasn't it? Mandalorian, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well Grief Rest Karma. in peace, sir. You were an absolute legend. Indeed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gave us some oh, big movies, uh, Predator. Gave us some incredibly big unfortunate films, news to hear. Yeah. But, Our wishes um, go out to his family and loved ones. That's uh, indeed, indeed, indeed. That's very sad to hear. First, any time. Absolute, piece. absolute icon though. Gave us just going through his movies now. Rocky, Predator, Creed. Mm. 
You got Happy Gilmore. Oh. Mandalorian. Dangerous oh, Passion. He did Mortal Kombat X for Jax. I didn't yep. know that. I did not know that. Yeah. Man. He's got a roster. Nah. Uh, that's such a shame. Yeah. Big loss to the industry there. Definitely. It's been a... been a, a tough couple of months with... Um, Sad losses in the industry, I think. Mm. We had mm. a couple at the end of 2023. It's always sad to lose someone big from the industry. Yeah. But it's also incredible to know the impact that they've left on so many people's lives through their work. Yeah, and I, I, it, lucky for them as well, like um, their work they can live on forever through their work because of the yeah. type of medium they have. Um, you can always get a feel and, you know, just picking up an, one of the films and watching it again kind of thing. Left an incredible legacy. Yeah, definitely. So, that's yeah, a very... Uh, I hope he shot awesome. his scenes for the... I know they're doing a Mandalorian film. Yeah. I hope he's in there still. That would be. I, a, so. I think that would be a good send off. I know Star Wars in the past have brought back a lot of their iconic characters with CGI, and yeah, I personally don't think the Star Wars community would be mad at it. Um, no, not of course, me. of course, of course, of course, the family need to sign that off and say it is okay. Well, um, yeah, because it's completely it, understandable. It also makes sense as well. That could be a very tough thing for them to watch. So, yeah, it's a sensitive topic that obviously they must be consulted on. But they have done it for um, I can't remember the actor's name, but plays um, Moff uh, Tarkin. Um, what in Star Wars? Yeah, Moff and Tarkin. they also did it for making Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill younger. Um, yeah. So they have yeah. done it a lot before, but this mm. one is a lot more recent, so it's a, a bit more sensitive. So we'll see. Yeah. See what they do with that. I am looking forward to that Mandalorian movie, though. Yeah, I think if there's ever a TV show that's going to translate well into a movie, it will be The Mandalorian. Oh, one thousand percent. Yeah. I think that. Works. I think they've. They've made the right decision of the right time to switch it to movies as well, with the mm. reception of how the last season was taken by fans. No, definitely. Definitely. So, yeah. Rest in peace, Carl Weathers. Uh, rest in eternal peace. Rest in power. Rest in Absolute power. Legend. I like that. <laughs> so, any final thoughts? Uh, my final thoughts are don't give us a sequel um, if you are, put it on streaming better yet turn it into a series, I feel like it has potential, it, it yeah. does have potential, it just wasn't executed well, That's what so I... either turn it into a series, throw it on streaming services 
I don't don't do this whole big blowout again. I don't mm. I don't think it's needed. It's a it's a fantastic concept mm. that is overworked and presented poorly. Yeah. Which yeah. is such a shame. All of us have seen that trailer about eighty five thousand times mm. going to the cinema the last few months. High yeah. builds every single time we see it. That's what we got. And it was just like, damn. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love Fawn's directing style, but that's what he gave mm. us, and that's what we were left to work with. So it's just like, I want to like it, I really do. But yeah. yeah, as we said at the start, we are honest people. <laughs> there is a lot in here that you can have some fun with. Yeah, there is a lot. There is a lot in here that mm. goes maybe a tiny bit too far yeah and does pull you out from it at times mm. but you can appreciate it for the most part yeah but yeah, yeah. i it's think a, it's, it's about not expecting to leave with some deep sight yeah. thoughts and uh, just have fun yeah. with it and move on what would you give this one out of 10 out of 10 Whew. Um, a five. I'll say it's average. I think I gave it a four. I was just, oh. yeah, I was a bit lower on it then. I mean, this is quite funny. Before I go and watch a movie, I make the template for my review for my post. Oh, yeah. And I always put a predictive number in, just as like a little game that I play with myself. Oh, okay. And I put a nine in. <laughs> <laughs> then I came home and I was Nine like, four. I was wrong. <laughs> that, is fun. that is content. You need to, you need to start posting that up. Because <laughs> I saw the beekeeper and I gave that an eight. I had an absolute blast with it. I was like, this movie cannot be worse than Jason Statham as a beekeeper. Yeah. And somehow it was. <laughs> How wrong were you? <laughs> Very. Nah, yeah. It's just, yeah. That's on my list as well, Beekeeper. I need to watch that. Oh, I had a, so much fun with that movie. <laughs> just some of the little lines, some of the ways that things are shot. It, it is definitely David Ayer at his absolute best. Yeah, okay, I, like that. I like that. That could work. Yeah, definitely go check that out. Mm. Obviously... This was the the kickoff to February. Yeah, February releases yeah, we've got in the UK. We finally got the release of the Iron Claw. Um, that actually mm. releases the day that this episode comes out. Um, okay, when does this episode come out? Be on February 9th. Okay, okay. You know, I thought the Iron Claw was a series. You know. Oh really? Yeah, for a long time I thought it was a series, I thought but it's actually... it definitely would work as a series. Yeah, yeah, but I've I heard... think I mean I mistook it for because you know there's another wrestling series with Stephen Amell. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought something along those lines, kind of thing. But mm. I've heard good things about the film, though. Yeah, I've heard like cool. nothing bad about it. And then the yeah. week following that, we have the greatest week in cinema history on Valentine's Day. Step aside, Barbenheimer. We've got Bob Marley and Madame Web. Oh, 
my expectations are so low for Madam Web. I yeah. can't. 2024's Barbenheimer is Madam <laughs> Marley, and I can't wait. We got we got two of those this year because we've That's also got. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> we've also got the. Uh, We've also got Furiosa and Garfield on the same day this year, so that's another peak cinema day. I'm sure a lot of these dates will have to shift. Cause, yeah, yeah, originally May 24th was Furiosa, Planet of the Apes, and Garfield. That would have been oh. a mental day. I think Fur- uh, Furiosa and Planet of the Apes on the same day would be crazy. Yeah, crazy. I know they've already moved Planet of the Apes now. Yeah. That would have been an easy six hours in the cinema. Easy. <laughs> That'd be my last, last weekend <laughs> I did a uh, a double double feature at the uh the cinema. I watched a couple of movies from twenty twenty three that I didn't see. I uh oh, okay. I started off with the holdovers. Um fantastic okay. movie. Uh gave it a ten out of ten. Absolutely loved it. And then I went oh, into yeah. Anyone But You. Again, it's the new rom com with Glenn Powell, Sydney Sweeney. Okay, 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 okay. I think I've I have to that. say, super fun film. I mean, no masterpiece, but mm. this is what the fun I had watching this was the fun that I was supposed to have watching Argyle. Mm. But Argyle <laughs> took it too far. <laughs> so I didn't have that Way fun that I was expecting far. to have. <laughs> Yeah. I absolutely get that. Is there anything <laughs> coming out over the February month that you're looking forward to that I haven't mentioned? That you haven't mentioned? No, I think Bob Marley's the highlight of um, yeah. my February. I know there's a lot of people that are awaiting the um, Avatar Last Airbender live action series this month. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, series wise, there's quite a few things actually. That- yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I'm looking forward yeah. to. I might start that today, actually. Yeah, I think um, I might go Halo. watch that after this. I yeah. need to finish season one. I am three episodes away from completing it. What's that, Halo? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm only like into three episodes because it started so slow. But the trailer for the second seasons made me want to go and finish the first yeah. one now. I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, this looks cool. And then I showed it to my dad and he was like, yeah, I've been anticipating this for ages. Season one is amazing. And I was like, I'll try. Because <laughs> normally everything that he says is amazing. I'm a bit like, you know, on. But no, I'm I'm enjoying it. I get that. It's get all right. That. And then I think the only other real big thing this month is uh, the final season of uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch. But I uh, yes. I gave up on that one a long time ago, if I'm honest. I got what, halfway, um, bad yeah, I got halfway through season one and I just wasn't enjoying where it was going. I get that. Is is June this month? It's the first of March. First of March, just about out of March. Just February. out of February. I'm yeah. so hyped for that movie. I can't wait. Yeah. It's gonna That's be... gonna be good. It has to yeah. be. Didn't even know. Well, like first, first one was really good. Yeah. I'm trying to. That's re-releasing soon, and um, where I go to university is right next to an IMAX. So I think I'm going to try and get a 
the June part one IMAX ticket because I wasn't able to do IMAX last time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no, that, that's gonna but be good. Part two IMAX is the only option. Mm. I watched I watched part one in IMAX. To be honest, how was it? Amazing. Yeah, I think that's the only word. I've I've never seen a bad film in IMAX before, so I have. It's hard to say. What have you seen? Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. <laughs> hands hands up! I put my hands up. It was a free ticket. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I did not pay. Yeah, I could have paid that for free though. <laughs> I've also seen Doctor Strange two. In IMAX, that was another one that was a bit of a like, yeah. ah, damn. I saw Endgame in IMAX. That was amazing. I saw Guardians three in IMAX. Guardians three. Yeah. I liked Guardians three. It's really good. Yeah, I liked it. I.e., if you don't know what that means, Guardians. I saw I Guardians three in IMAX means I cried in an IMAX theater. Just if you didn't. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that movie that. hit me deep. That was a wicked film, man. All round. That's why I'm so looking um, forward to DCU. Yeah, James Gunn's last Marvel film, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was good, man. I think he's on to, to bigger, prosperous things now. Hmm. I mean, he's gone for Guardians. The announcements? The announcements? For DC. When they first announced it, I was actually really 50-50 on it. Um, mm. I think I've said this a couple of times, but basically, I feel like some of the things they're announcing wouldn't be my initial thoughts for the beginning of a DC universe. Mm. Okay. Like In my mind, something like The Authority would be like Marvel doing The Eternals after Avengers. Yeah, I get you. They just uh, announced um, we'll see. the girl from House of the Dragon, isn't it? Yeah. The super girl. If I'm honest, I preferred the other one that was in the running, uh, Meg Donnelly. But then I saw a couple edits of um, Millie as Supergirl, and I was like, oh yeah, this this could work. Mm. What did you think of the Supergirl in um, Flash? I thought I really liked it. Yeah. Um, and a lot had, of people... like, three lines or whatever, but <laughs> yeah. it was all right. A lot of people wanted her to stay, but I think Gunn is trying to go for a reboot as much as possible. Yeah, refreshing everybody. I think as so far we know that only like five actors are reprising roles. Who? Uh, John Cena. Oh yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. Viola Davis. Um, Sean Gunn Not- as Weasel. Does that count? <laughs> um, uh, Sean. Going back to somebody else, right? Yeah, he's Sean Gunn is doing that, and GI Robot and Maxwell Lord. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Sean is coming back as Blue Beetle. Oh yes, 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 yes. And what's the last one? Uh, Steve Aggie is coming back as uh, Economos from Peacemaker. Okay, okay. I'm assuming his wife will be back as Harcourt as well. Did Thingy just... get dropped? Um, Zachary Shazam guy. They haven't confirmed that yet. So I saw him complaining sure. about 
James Gunn always gives his brother jobs and all of that. But I saw. Have you seen the full interview of that? I haven't seen a full interview. No. See, I watched the full interview, and I think that quote has been taken massively out of context. Oh yeah, because they're talking about that for like a while, and then just like to end the conversation, he goes, "Well, if your brother runs DC, I guess you get whatever you want." Like, kind of in a <laughs> jokey way. And then, like, the media has just been like, "Zachary Levi's an asshole," and posted this quote everywhere. Yeah, that's cold, man. You gotta be careful with the media, man. Yeah, <laughs> the way they clip stuff nowadays is scary, but mm. nuts. I think uh, I think we've been through a lot. We've yeah, been through a lot yeah. today, but no, it's yeah. been it's, it's been an absolute fun, blast. It, yeah, same man. It's been Enjoyed great. It a lot. Thank you for joining me. No, Thank you guys for listening. Um, feel free to check out Argyle, but also just feel free to skip over that and enjoy your February. Um, <laughs> hopefully. Um, and for we'll the have... record, we don't hate cats. We don't, we don't hate, hate cats. cats. We don't hate any of the cast. We don't hate any of the directors or the crew. We are just talking about the film here, okay? Nothing's getting personal. That's right. That's right. No, but thank you so much for coming on. No, thanks for having me. Hopefully have you back on soon. Definitely, always ready. Fantastic. Well, this has been great. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening, if you're just tuning in. This has also been our first episode on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so if you're checking out on there, thank you so much. That means a lot. Uh, We'll be back with another episode next week. Once again, thank you, and goodbye. Thank you all. Cheers.